I once knew as home is teetering on the edge of radioactive oblivion. A 300,000 degree baptism by nuclear fire. I'm not sorry. We had it coming. A surge of white hot atonement will be our wake-up call. Hope for our future is now a stillborn dream. The bombs begin to fall and I'm rushing to meet my love. Please remember me. It is the Apocalypse Live radio program slash podcast slash bitch session. It is whatever I say it is. Isn't that right? It's whatever the fuck I want it to be. You know, I used to have some form of a structure, right? I used to have a point behind this. Okay. Um, I don't know that I do anymore. I don't mean that to be negative. But let's uh let's get let's talk about why I got a good good little program for you today. But ultimately I do kind of want to open up and be a little transparent to this whole podcasting thing. Because let's be honest, that's something that you never you never see, you never hear. There is no transparency in this weird world of podcasts. Or at least it's very rare. And uh, you know, it's time for someone to talk about the truth. The truth behind the world of podcasting. And frankly, I, I'm almost, you know, if you've been listening to, to me and my show and, and, or fuck, my various variations of my show, you probably figure I can't make up my fucking mind. What, do you, what kind of show do you want to be? What do you want to talk about? I've attempted movies. I've attempted music. I've attempted politics. Which brings me to the beginning, which, and don't worry, this is not an autobiography episode. I'm not sure what this is. I'm going to be completely honest. You know, I've gone from the beginning of this process, which I kind of wanted to do a politically driven podcast, which I kind of still do. It's just not the right time. And, and most of you can agree, because if you're listening to this, most likely you keep up with politics. You keep up with the crazy globalist 
agenda-driven news that I kind of would touch on. And by all means, that's still extremely important. Still a huge deal. But I think we, you know, what we're seeing is a point in politics where we've kind of just been beaten down bare, and now the whole thing kind of is uninteresting. Which works in their favor for people like me to stop paying attention and stop going on and on and talking about their agendas and what they're doing, or at least what I think they're doing. But that's why I got into this was political commentary with a touch of some, you know, comedy and other things, other aspects. But the reason why I don't put out podcasts all the time, obviously I do them kind of spaced out. It's exhausting not to do podcasts. I'm not going to sit here, you know, and bitch. And, and this isn't a pity party. It's not hard to do this. I like to talk. But it's hard to keep up with that world now. It's pretty taxing. You know, like you, uh, you. I don't know. You just can't. It's impossible to keep up with it all anymore. Which is what, by the way, if you have heard me for, you know, the years I've been doing this. At one point, you have definitely heard me say that their goal, their mission is to flood us with so much information that it's nearly impossible to keep up with and fuck it worked you know it just I'm over it I'm over it and it sucks because the amount of support that I've gotten from you guys while doing you know that kind of material is awesome I love it and that's why I got into this and your support really has been amazing I never thought that I would get this many people to, you know, listen and download. And don't get me wrong. I'm not a ginormous podcast by no stretch. I'm very self-aware. But I appreciate what I have. You know, it's all organic. You know, I don't push this podcast on, you know, platforms and, and things like, you know, it's literally, you can get it on streaming sites like Spotify and Apple and all that. Luckily, which is where all my downloads come from, mostly Spotify. Lots on Spotify. However, things like social media and YouTube, it's almost null and void. I mean, you've heard me bitch about it. I'm not going to rehash it, but have, you know, social media is just, A, it's detrimental, in my opinion. We've been over this. I think it's killing us as a society. But I'm not going to go into my old man rant. So fuck that. Half of that I've been, excuse me, permanently removed from. The other half of it I just deleted. Never got TikTok. Didn't really do Snapchat. You know, none of that shit really makes any sense to me. Um, YouTube, on the other hand, was pretty beneficial for me. But it's so impossible to like continue grinding and growing on that platform when you talk about some of the things that I talk about. They would just remove things. I mean, you've heard it. And it's nearly impossible to really grow on there unless you're towing the company line. And I'm nowhere near big enough to try to have some kind of fight or argument with YouTube. So it just is what it is. 
But what I, you know, what I decided, and I apologize if I'm boring you. It's just, you know, growing downloads and followers has been a little bit of a journey. And I want that journey to continue in the way that I want to grow the program. And, you know, one thing I've always wanted to do and sort of have done in a way, even with the politics, is just have a freeform kind of talk show. You know, there, there's something missing. You know, we're talking about podcasts in the, the new podcasting world, which is super oversaturated, which we're going to get to in a moment. But it, it, you know, there's something missing in the world of podcasting. You know, podcasting kind of mimicked radio shows, right? Radio talk shows, which we've all heard, you know, the, the freeform radio, you know, your Howard Stern and Opie and Anthony and, you know, not to mention that, you know, terrestrial radio. And, and yeah, a lot of that terrestrial radio talk show was kind of hokey and fucking cringeworthy, but all, honestly, the freeform aspect of that on a radio structure is kind of what's missing. Like podcasting is too open. It's too, almost too free. And most people doing podcasts, probably myself included, don't have the talent to just sit there and, and fucking be a Joe Rogan. You know, that's one in a million, but that's what everybody wants to do. And everybody's got their niche. Everybody's got their type of show. Um, and, and it's, it works to an extent, but ultimately the reason why I dabbled in podcasting to begin with was to just talk. I felt like I had a lot to talk about. I felt like my takes on a lot of things are fun, interesting, entertaining, edgy. That's another thing that's missing from 90% of podcasts is where's the fucking edge? You know, are you all afraid of getting banned off of some shit? The podcasting world is a fucking, it's a gross place, man. You know, just take your top podcasts in the world, you know, Joe Rogan aside, and most of it's just hacky comedians from Los Angeles who all, you know, use Joe Rogan to get famous. We can all agree on that. You know, it's really hacky to listen to, and it's the same seven or eight people who have each other on each other's podcasts every week. You got to sit and listen to them tell the same dumb fucking stories. Their comedy isn't good anymore. It's just all kind of, it's all kind of stupid. And we, we really do. I, I had the thought the other day, it's, it's time to get back to the bare bones of like talk radio which is to kind of just shoot the shit, throw a couple of uh, interesting topics in, riff on it a little bit, and move on. You know, a lot of the comedians doing, uh, you know, podcasts now, especially out in L.A., it's just a bunch of reminiscing the good old days of comedy. And it's like you can't tell stories about new age comedy because it, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. 
I don't want to get on a comedy rant here, but when's the last time you got on Netflix and watched comedy? It fucking sucks. There's a couple outliers, but who are they? They're two decade long legends. I always say, oh, the comedy sucks on Netflix. Did you see Chris Rock's new special? Did you see so-and-so? Did you see Chappelle's new special? Yeah. Great. It's awesome. You know, what about the other guys? What about the other comedians? The other 95% of them that fucking suck. Even some of my favorites have just turned to dog shit. But it bleeds into podcasting. That's the point that I'm trying to make is that it's kind of stale. There's a few good ones, but ultimately it's stale. So I want to do what I've always done and jump behind the mic, talk a little shit. Maybe I'll cover something important. That's really it. I don't want to be bound to a certain niche a certain, you know, topic, a certain this, certain that. Yeah, my policies and political views are the same. Nothing's changed. I mean, if you were tuning into me because you, you know, represented by my views, you you level with my views, then nothing's changed. Biden's still a fucking moron with cognitive issues. Trump is still Trump, which we're going to talk about Trump, actually, briefly. I say briefly, we all know what that means. You know, and and we're going to talk about DeSantis a little bit. I mean, it's all still happening. It's just to sit there and dig a fucking shovel at the New World Order and all of that for, for, you know, it, it, it gets even stale to me. You know, my original plan with a podcast was to somewhat entertain. You know, when you can run, and I had this thought too, and again, Full transparency, by the way. I'm just a dude talking to you on a microphone. That's all it is. And But I you know, I could run analytics, and I've done that. And I get, like I said, a good amount of downloads. I'm proud of it. Proud of what I've built. And there's one, there's one of my podcasts in particular that just has insane numbers. Insane numbers, for me anyways. And I had to do some some thinking and, and, you know, listen to that episode over and over again, which I can't stand doing. I mean, listening to yourself is a fucking nightmare. Anyone who's done that knows. Anyone who's listened to your own voice on like a recording or a video, when you hear yourself talk, you're just like, what the fuck? I hate me. <laughs> I hate me so much. But I got over it and listened to that over and over again. Just over time. So I'd always see the numbers on it continuing to grow still. And it's an older one. And I've done some sense that I felt like we're awesome. I felt like I did a good job. I felt like I portrayed my messages better. Portrayed my content better. The things I was trying to talk about. World bullshit, you know. News, I guess. But the more I listen to that podcast, the more I realized that the the thing about that particular podcast that stood out from the other ones 
is that I do a lot less, here's the story, here's what I think about it, let's play the clip, move on. I did a lot less of that and a lot less reading of shit and a lot more just talking. And it hit me. I was like, oh shit. That's what I wanted to do from the beginning. Just talk. It became more educational on stuff you could look up yourself. And if you don't want to look up the information, who I'm not going to sit here and, and Alex Jones your ear hold to death. Go watch him. I'll, I'll hit it. I'll talk about some stuff. You know, I, if it's on my mind, it's on my mind. If it's not, it's fucking not. And that's the bottom line. That's what it is. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a goofy ass. Talk about what I want to talk about. I'd love to get someone else involved. Someone else to talk to. You know, it's everybody, everybody who starts a podcast too. That's another thing I noticed is everybody who starts a podcast is like, oh, I want to get a couple, I'm going to get a couple people in here, a couple people in my little studio and we can all just have conversations and record them. And it'll be like, again, it'll be like Joe Rogan. It's, it's not, not most people. Let's be honest. Most people are boring people. Even when they try just boring. Hell, I might be boring. I don't know. But something works. But I don't I don't want to put some smuck on another microphone just so we can have two voices vibing. Just listen to me. As hard as that might be. My voice is insanely abysmal. And again, if I've bored you for the past 20 minutes, I apologize. But this is just where it's going. You know, the brand isn't going to change. Apocalypse Live is not going to change. I like it. I don't even remember where I got it, but I like it. But it's going to be more radio style, more just talk show. And I don't know. I really don't know what I'm doing. That's the thing with, with what I mean by transparency. No, no, nobody knows what they're doing. And I'm, I'm, I'm merely speaking to the podcasting world of people who aren't already famous who just decided to start a podcast. Every fucking famous person has started a podcast. And it is the most embarrassing thing. You know, if in fact, I might pop up some of those podcasts from like celebrities and just rip on them. They suck. Maybe that's what I'll do. Just rip on stuff that sucks. Maybe I should have just called the podcast that. Stuff that sucks. It's good. But I said, I don't know. I said I would talk about Trump a little bit. Now that I've gone off the rails about podcasting. Decided I would talk about Trump just a little bit. Because there's... Obviously, if you've been paying attention, you understand that there's uh, rumors about him being indicted. They're going to arrest my boy, Donnie. Which, I, I'm not sure if there's validity to, by the way. I have no idea. I mean, important people are talking about it, but I've not seen anything concrete. Today is supposed to be the day. I'm sure I'll get a notification from news to tell me he's been arrested. From what I gather, because you, you're wondering the same thing I was wondering and kind of still wondering is indicted for what? I mean, there's been so much thrown at him. But apparently it's uh, the core of it, I guess, is the Stormy Daniels thing. If you even remember that. 
I by the way, I didn't even know who Stormy Daniels was until the Trump thing. And uh I guess she's a porn star. Which is as a guy, I'm kind of shocked, you know, as a guy it's kind of sad I don't know who you are as a porn star. <laughs> if you're famous, like, she's apparently a famous porn star. I've never heard of this woman. And then when I did uh when I did look her up, popped up some pictures of her and uh man she's not cute like she's not a attractive porn star i mean she's not hideous but she's older like she's she's got that fucking cougar look and not you know cougars kind of suck like if you if you watch porn or even if you just look you know you understand cougars kind of suck if you if you like cougars like you you're a you're a niche you, you have a specific fetish that's what it is it's a fetish and i'm just i I looked her up i wasn't impressed but nevertheless donald was fucking and um i don't know i really don't know what happened because they can't there you know there wasn't anything there about like abuse or anything like, like i really don't know what the misdemeanor even is as soon as I get something on it, I'll be happy to talk about that. But I think the bottom line is it's the same same shit, different toilet with Trump. Like, you know, now he's running again for president, which I spoke about on the last podcast that I did. And that might be great news for some people. I've already given my two cents on how I feel about it, how I feel about um, DeSantis possibly running. So far as I know, he hasn't actually announced he's running. But in my opinion, so I have two opinions. Um, you might hear my vacuum rolling around. I got one of those little Roomba things. And uh scares the shit out of me too because they just talk in the middle of the night. And I think there's a demon walking around the house. But anywho, I think originally... You know, a lot, most of the, you know, impeachments and raiding his place and all this stuff, like, yes, they found some documents, which I'm not excusing, I guess, but they, you know, they found documents in Biden's house. They found documents in Hunter Biden's possession, which in my opinion should be, you know, what you're pursuing with all the other stuff that's going on with Hunter, like, him having classified shit and possibly having them in China. I don't know. Maybe look at that. But again, whatever. So, I mean, this is this isn't new. It's not just a Trump thing. And all those things were, you know, I hate to use the same terminology as everybody else. But, you know, a smear campaign, kind of. And it, it's like a psychological game. That I feel like they play with voters. So it's it's one of those. You know. Accuse him of all his shit. Pursue it legally. It won't stick. But it, the damage has been done. Right. The smearing of his name has been done. Really dumb voters. Which most most people are dumb. I think you, we can all agree. Most like. You meet a couple. You know. Room full of 50 people, there's a couple you'd get along with, and the rest of them are fucking retarded. I've learned that in the past couple years. 
most people are just stupid. And they're going to they're going to take that information and they're going to apply it to their voting. Right? I'm not going to. You're not going to. Oh, sorry. Well, because we understand that unless you can make something stick, he's not a felon. Did he do some shady shit in office? I'd be willing to bet he did, but did he do any more than anybody else? No, probably not. Let's be honest here, guys. So, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, it's like the impeachments are done. The raid, all that kind of put a shadow on Trump. They thought, I think they thought they had him, like, gone. He was banned off everything. Now he's running for president, and now they have to come up with something else. And I think their contingency plan initially, and it's going to sound crazy, was DeSantis. Because DeSantis is one of those deep state guys. Not anymore. I think he kind of... I think when he was governor of Florida, or became governor of Florida, and then COVID hit, I think he had an opportunity to take, like, you know, take Florida, which was already kind of turning the tide for being super conservative Trump state. He could take the ball and run with it. I think he used Trump for what he could. I know now they're, like, going at each other. But I think the deep state kind of, I think the deep state wants to somehow coerce DeSantis into challenging Trump. Because I think, you know, what what the establishment wants is somebody they can buy, right? Somebody they can handle and control. Even if it's not directly control. There's layers to controlling political puppets. Like Biden is an example of just a straight puppet. Like he is not even there. He's not the one making decisions. In my opinion. He's a babbling fool. Doesn't know where he's at ever. DeSantis would be an example of somebody who you control layers deeper than that. He's his own guy. He's making his own plan. He makes the decisions. But there's a lot of political... lobbying to kind of affect his decision making to kind of bend it a little bit to benefit everybody Trump is the opposite of all that nobody's controlling Trump I'm not just saying that because I'm a Trump or I was a Trump voter but I'm saying that because it's kind of it's kind of obvious like the dude pissed off everybody fucking did what he wanted said what he wanted and I think we all liked how it went would we like to see it again? I don't know if it'll work again. Which gives DeSantis more strength to run against him. And now we have this indictment, which most likely won't stick. I mean, there's it, this, this, is a, this is a misdemeanor case from seven years ago. So there's a statute of limitations, you know, against this to begin with. But I think they're using it to kind of try to make a lot of other shits, like politically motivated stuff, stick as well. It's turned into a felony. And I just I just don't think any of it's going to stick, but it, I don't think it'll matter if it sticks. I think the damage will already be done. Like I said about the impeachments and all that, I think the damage will be done 
and most stupid voters are going to turn their back on Trump. And I don't know if I want Trump to win or be a president again. I'm not sure. Well, it's it's too early to tell. Would I vote for him over Biden in a fucking heartbeat? I mean, getting Biden out of office and and getting, in my opinion, getting a conservative Republican in office is the move. But who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I'm a, I'm awaiting news on it. Um, I don't think anything's happened with it yet. But yeah, so I mean, that's we'll see what happens. I mean, that that's my two cents on on the Biden DeSant or the Trump DeSantis debacle. I think DeSantis is intentionally distancing himself from this Trump thing, which is kind of a, not a red flag, but it's kind of making me weary on DeSantis. I think he'd be a great president, but it's just, it's a matter of how, how controlled are you going to be by the, by the deep state, man? I also think we can all agree now that the concept of the deep state is not so crazy anymore, right? Enough people like on public television have have referenced globalism, referenced, you know, Soros. I mean, they're doing it now with this Trump indictment. The DA in Manhattan, who is, I'm pretty sure is pursuing this case against Trump, is a Soros, openly Soros-funded DA, which just points right to corruption. But that's all I got to say about that. I mean, again, not to harp on it or anything. I just, you know, I wanted to talk about it because it's kind of a big deal. Um, I'm going to check here before I move on just to see if anything's come out about it. I don't think anything has. Let me go back to YouTube. YouTube has a new CEO, I think, who... uh, also doesn't give a shit if people are demonetized. So that's good. Let's see. Let's search the Trump indictment. You got to be careful too, like what you search on YouTube because of the source. Um, like you don't want to click on certain... Uh, Certain people like that, you know, ABC News has one. It's like, oh, and they're also bracing for uh, huge protests, which I think is kind of funny. Which I think is a side product of what, or a byproduct of what they want. Where's, uh, Where's somebody who I can trust? Come on, all these local news, Daily Mail and shit like that. CNN, that's the last thing I want to look at. CNN, MSNBC. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, that's who I want my news from. See, you search something that's news related and you get Jimmy Kimmel. It's so funny, man. Like the way that the algorithm works. Jimmy Fallon. Yet Fox News hasn't even popped up yet. Oh, there's Alex. Little Alex Jones. Dude, Fox News is not popping up on here at all. I am almost at the bottom of the page. We could pop this video of uh, DeSantis. This is him addressing the 
Trump thing, I think. Hold on. on the rumored Trump indictment, and if you have any role in it, um, if charges are brought on him, will you have any role in extradition to New York? So I've seen rumors swirl. I have not seen any facts uh, yet, and so I don't know what's going to happen. But I do know this. The the Manhattan district attorney is a Soros-funded prosecutor. See? And so he, like other Soros-funded prosecutors, they just call it they out now. Weaponize their office to impose a political agenda on society at the expense of the rule of law and public safety. He has downgraded over fifty percent of the felonies to misdemeanors. He says he doesn't want to even have jail time for the vast, vast majority of crimes. And what we've seen in Manhattan is we've seen the sky, the, the crime rate go up, and we've seen citizens become less safe. And so. You're talking about this situation with, and look, I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to, to secure silence. That's what it was. Some type of alleged I affair. I, just, I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to a little shot at Trump is that there. if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction, and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about porn star hush money payments, you know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda and weaponizing the office. And um, I think that that's fundamentally wrong. I also think it's important to point out when you're talking about these Soros-funded prosecutors, yes, they may do a high-profile politicized prosecution, uh, and that's bad, but the real victims are ordinary New Yorkers ordinary Americans in all these different jurisdictions, that they get victimized every day because of the reckless political agenda that these Soros DAs bring to their job. They ignore crime and they empower criminals, and that hurts people. It hurts a lot of people every single day. These Soros district attorneys are a menace to society, and I'm just glad that I'm the only governor in the country that's actually removed one from office during my tenure. Yeah. See, I like him. It's just, I don't know. And in terms of, um, our, 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 we are not involved in this, won't be involved in this. Uh, I have no interest in getting involved in some type of manufactured circus by some Soros DA, okay? He's trying to do a political spectacle. He's trying to virtue signal for his base. I've got real issues I got to deal with here in the state of Florida. We're obviously shutting down uh, CBDC, which is important. We've got so many things pending in front of the legislature. I've got to spend my time on issues that actually matter to people. Uh, I can't spend my time uh, worrying about uh, things, things of that nature. So, so we're not going to be involved in it in any way. Um, I'm fighting for Floridians, and I'm fighting back against Biden. All right. So, yeah, it. He's such a good, like, down-to-earth speaker. I just want to make sure, like, before I just sell myself on DeSantis, I want to make sure that I'm not missing anything. Does that make sense? Like, you know, I never just take my trust for a politician and just dive right in. It's just not how it works. It took me a minute to come around to Trump. Let's see. Looking for something on the indictment. I'm not really seeing anything. I guess nothing's happened. 
Yeah. So, I, I mean, I guess that, uh, nothing's really happened yet. It's supposed to happen today, but I guess not. Fuck them. Anywho, um, yeah, that's really it there. I don't know. I'm not going to harp on that too long. We'll see what happens, and next time I pop on, I guess we'll talk about it. Uh, what else? What the fuck have I been up to? I haven't been on here to talk to you guys in quite a while. And uh, I actually had COVID for uh, two weeks with a touch of the flu, a twist of the flu. And honestly, man, for the first time, COVID actually whooped my ass, man. I know I'm one of those unvaxxed guys who Howard Stern wants dead. And I'll keep harping on Howard. I'll keep taking shots at Howard Stern because, frankly, fuck him. And YouTube, I told you guys, already yanked my videos down about Howard Stern wishing death on unvaxxed people. I don't give a fuck what your politics are. You can kiss my ass. <laughs> so, there's that. Um, there's There was some woke nonsense I wanted to talk about. I don't remember. I think there... I don't remember. I gotta get better at preparing for this shit. But that's the thing. I didn't want to come in here with a bunch of fucking bullet-pointed notes. And just... I wanted my show to just kind of flow freely. Um... And the, what I don't know, the woke stuff's kind of aggravating too. When I get balls deep watching like woke videos, it's kind of like, I get dizzy. I'm like, dude, this is, this is something else. I did see a video on, on autistic woke people. And it was like a whole channel on it. It was like, most of it was like autistic trans people. Which I would play, but you'd need to see the video. It's quite something. It's like, uh, what is it, drag syndrome. That's what it was called, drag syndrome. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, man. I guess we'll, uh, I guess we'll wait and see what happens with the Trump thing and kind of just move on from that. Um, but yeah, I know I had COVID for a few weeks and it was bad. I was down, but I got a chance to watch a lot of movies and TV shows, which I haven't talked about on here in quite some time. And uh, a couple of things, I actually watched. Um, well, I finally, well, I didn't get to talk about this yet. I mean, this is old news though. I finally did watch the Top Gun movie, the Top Gun Maverick. And man, that, I hated it. I didn't like, not the movie, but I hated the fact that I was going to love the movie because it was just the trendy, I hate trendy things, right? That was the trendiest movie of the past three years, probably. I mean, everybody was talking about how great it was. And when everybody talks about how great a movie is, I tend to immediately think I'm going to hate it. Typically, I do. And yeah, it was fucking sweet. I mean, it was an awesome movie, man. I don't want to bro out and be like, dude, you got to watch it, man. But it was awesome. Like, they did it right. It's so rare, too, now that, that film directors, speaking of stuff that sucks now, movies, it's so rare that they get it right and actually make, you know, especially a sequel or a reboot, whatever. I I don't know. Is Top Gun Maverick a reboot or is it a remake? I think it's or a sequel. I think it's just a sequel. Like it's so, so many years later that it would be considered a reboot, but it's the same, same main character. But man, Tom Cruise is like, you, you can hate on Tom Cruise all you want because he's a crazy fuck. Uh, but man, he's really good. You know, I love the Mission Impossible movies a lot. Um, 
they're they're one of the few <laughs> seven eight part movie series that actually get better as they go instead of what most series do which is get terrible as they go along but i mean he's a great actor man and the top gun movie was correct in how it um accomplished it how it executed the, a sequel you know took an 80s movie gave it an 80s vibe today which is so refreshing too like it, it, anything i mean same thing in music like rock music or metal like you yeah, this if you give it an 80s vibe it, it's so refreshing to people and that's what they accomplished because today like today's age of like comedy and like entertainment movies music it's all so stale i really feel like a negative person today i'm just being i've been taking my vitamins just being really negative today um but yeah i mean i think it was a really really good movie man and they took it kept the same kind of structure style movie and just added a little modern twist to it towards the end and you know wrapped it up boom there's your movie um and that's that's really all we want the the more complex they try to get with their movies like simplicity becomes more and more desired and that's what they accomplished not a lot of movies have done that in the past few years i hadn't really watched anything else new other than uh let's see i still haven't checked out the last of us which i guess i'm supposed to watch it's just you're supposed to watch things now like dude the new documentary's out about that plane that went missing you know what do you think happened to it i'm like well you've seen the documentary so i'm assuming it doesn't answer any questions <laughs> you still have questions so what's the point aliens took it fuck do i care the earth is hollow. It probably fell in the hole. So, yeah. The bottom line is I'm bitter. <laughs> I'm bitter. Cause I feel alone, too. I don't know if any of you guys feel like this, but, like, in today's society, like, I start to feel alone. Not, like, a... Not a sense of, like, lonely, but, like, alone in my views. And it's, like... I don't know, man. Like, I've become bitter at a young age. Just at the way everybody else acts and talks. I mean, young people especially. Um, which I'm not that old, by the way. Um, really not. I'm still in my 20s. But kids that are 18, 19, even 20, it's like... Try to have a like full conversation with them. It's kind of sad. But I... Uh, no, I their taste in things is what's kind of crowding the creativity... Um, hold on. Let's jump backwards for a minute here. Let's see what let's see what Donnie has to say. These four horrible radical left Democrat investigations of your all-time favorite president, me, is just a <laughs> continuation of the most disgusting witch hunt <sighs> in the history of our country. It's gone on forever with Russia, 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 and Ukraine, 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 and the Mueller hoax. It's an absolute disgrace what's going on. They even spied on my campaign. And remember this, with all of the work that they did on Mueller, no collusion. That's what the answer was, was all no collusion. Whether it's the Mar-a-Lago raid or the unselect committee hoax, the perfect Georgia phone call, it was absolutely perfect. 
<laughs> she does have a horse face. But you fucked her, Trump. That's the thing, too. I'm, you know, I still like Trump, but I'm a little bit burnt out on the whole thing. Like, I still enjoy the name calling, but it gets kind of old. I don't know. <sighs> Anywho, I don't remember what I was talking about. I'm trying to get back into uh, dieting, too, by the way. I don't know if any of you guys take nutrition seriously or anything like that. Um, Man, what a confusing topic to try to get on top of. Like, I've never, you know, I've spent so many years kind of reading about and studying nutrition to try to, you know, you want to, you want to be healthy. I want to be healthy. I'm still kind of young. Um, but it's, it's easily the most confusing topic on the planet, man. There's just no right or wrong answers. Everything contradicts everything. You know, do this diet because here's how the, you know, this will benefit your body. Another expert will say, why would you do that? Because this will happen to you. You need to do this diet. Carnivore, keto, low carb, high carb, no sugar, high sugar, high fat, no fat, low fat, kind of fat. And at the end of the day, we're still fat. <laughs> I don't, um, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I've just took a little piece of all the diets and just incorporated them and hope for the fucking best. You know, hope for the best. I don't know why I'm sharing that with you. I know it's a struggle. Most people always, especially today, you have, we live in the weirdest time. We, we live in the fattest country that is obsessed with dieting. <laughs> the fattest, our country is still so fat. I don't care what Instagram shows you. Another chick in tight pants doing her workout or some meathead at the gym telling you you need to do this or you need to do that. Another thing too is like gym head guys always have those videos. You know, hey, this is what you should be eating if you want to lose fat and this, that. And here's a low carb meals. And this. You ever cooked one of those meals? Like what you see like bodybuilding guys making? They fucking suck. They suck, dude. None, there's not a single person who's healthy that knows how to cook. In my opinion. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? I might just pop off here, man. Jesse Smollett. Nah, I don't care about that. Who's Chad Zumok? Anybody ever heard of Chad Zumok? I've been getting a lot of... Uh, videos about him I guess he's another one of those uh hated internet guys right kind of circle back to podcasting it's like a lot of there's a lot of pockets of hate in like podcasting which I find hysterical by the way I love it um hate is way funnier than like what the LA guys that I was talking about are trying to do which is just be friends and use each other's podcasts for fucking therapy sessions. And like, I just, 
I mean, I guess I could drop names on here because some of you probably listen to this stuff. But when I say the L.A. guys, I mean, I'm talking like the Bobby Lees and Brendan Schaub's and fucking, you know, Burt Kreischer. I just I can't stand any of these people. Um, it's the same horseshit every podcast. Uh, some of them are okay when they're alone. But it's when you add, like, Tom Segura. Tom Segura's a funny comedian. Alone. But when, as soon as you add him into that group of nutcases, it's just drama. It, honestly, and I hate to say it, but whenever women, the women comedians, started doing podcasts, oh, here came the drama. Here came the drama. It's sad. But, yeah, Brennan Schaub is one of those... Um, here's another, actually speaking of, speaking of which, um, cause I'm a big Opie and Anthony fan, uh, Opie who does, uh, a poor excuse for a radio stream from his house, always puts up these like two, honestly 30 seconds to two minute long clips that are, that are like all produced. Like he's a three-year-old. This is somebody who spent 10 plus years in radio and um, he's always got some odd takes that like I've, you know, I listened to him for 10 years. <laughs> so like to hear some of his takes on like Rogan and things like that are hilarious. Like I'm going to play one for you. It's a video called Bravo to Joe Rogan today. Let's see what he's got to say. Boom. I'll tell you something about Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, um, I applaud today. So this is what uh, confuses a lot of people. Like I, I, I try to live my life honestly, with honest thoughts. Um, and yeah, I've I've taken shots at Joe Rogan. Of course I have. Joe Rogan just opened up an amazing comedy club in Austin, Texas. I think he called it the mothership. I saw a video online where they're taking a tour of uh, his brand new comedy club. It looks huge. It looks like it could be as big as um, as as, uh, as as the club. I forgot the name of the club out there in uh, L.A. Oh, my God. The one that everyone goes to. The, the comedy, comedy store. store. It looks almost as big as the comedy store. It looks like he... Um, kind of got some ideas from the comedy store design and this um this video is just slow motion giving you a, a tour you go in the front you go upstairs they got a smaller room upstairs then they got the main room and then he's got a bar that he dedicated to mitzi shore who ran the comedy store for all those years and over this really slow moving tour beautifully shot by the way is Bill Burr talking about having a dream in comedy and how he made no money in comedy at first, but he believed in himself. He believed in his dream. He loved comedy. It's such a boring clip. The right? thing is, is, is. First of all, Rogan's club has been open for way longer. Like it's been open for like a couple months, right? It's just so much clickbait on this channel. Thoughts on Gilbert Godfrey. Thoughts on Rich Voss. Interesting. And it's so funny because like 
his show, like he always says, like he wants to distance himself from like the old Opie and Anthony stuff. But then whenever you like go on his channel, it's just nothing but using those names for clickbait. I don't know if any of you guys know about Jim and Sam. So it's Jim Norton, the comedian. He was on the Opie and Anthony show and he's the only one left of the show. He does the show with Sam Roberts. And he just talks shit about uh, like that show. Like it's only because of him it exists. Let's get his intro. <laughs> Why doesn't Jimmy let Grammy nominated Troy Kwan do any show production? Why won't Jimmy allow Mike Montone uh, do Man on the Street anymore? I, I, I don't. I don't know what's going on with that show. I have no idea. I have no idea. I, I'm sorry you just wasted your money, JD, straight shot, but I, I have no idea what's going on with that show. And no one else does, by the way. <laughs> yes, they're doing better than me. Yes, I got to admit that, but there's no there's no buzz on Jim and Sam. What time he admits here. that? They're done after their contract, Jim said it. Yeah, yeah, because they're not paying you any more money. That's the only reason, Jim. They gave him a horrendous deal the last time around. And the only reason there's a Jim and Sam show is because Sirius XM had a giant audience that came in because of me and Anthony. And they did everything they could to try to keep as many Opie and Anthony fans on that plat- uh, excuse me, platform as possible. It's the only reason they hired those guys. They didn't hire them for their specific uh, talents. They wanted to try to keep as much of uh, the ONA audience as possible. And it's dwindled down to a level that there's no reason to keep that show. Or keep it at a very, very low, reduced. That's, that's insane. Like, if any of you guys are like viewers of Opie and Anthony, you know how much more talent Jim Norton has than Opie. It's just, it's funny. Um, another good example of what I'm talking about is the fighter and the kid. I don't know if anybody watches this. Probably not. But it's a podcast hosted by Brendan Schaub, who is by far the cringiest person on the internet. Like, And then Brian Callen, who's a stand-up comedian that I used to be a, a big fan of, but after this show, it's kind of like... And then, of course, they have Burt Kreischer on as a guest. Let's check this out. In Florida, right? Good, good. Here we go. Boom. Look at. There we go. Look at these boys. Look at these boys. Look at this. Look at this. Oh! Fucking bat flip. Run the fucking bases. Bring it in, boys. This is your future. This is your fucking future. Your boy went yard. Call my high school girlfriend. Were you a baseball player? Yeah, yeah, I was. Wait, when's the last time you? Yeah, I'm not gonna listen to an hour of that shit. One clip I'm looking for. Um, of him and hold on, that's not the one. It's on the fighter and the kid. There we go. Too lazy to try. That's a channel that you guys check out. It basically shits on a lot of these uh people that I'm talking about. Um, here you go. 
play this for you. All right, so we have Burt Kreischer on the Fighter and the Kid podcast. I know that's probably one of the worst combinations you could think of. Awful. But it made for one of the worst moments you could think of. Burt, of course, was doing his outrageous laugh. He's doing the squeal noise. He's trying to talk. He's talking about he can't breathe, how he's going to have a heart attack, all that stuff. And then Brendan made the mistake of trying to keep up with him, and he took a page out of Andrew Schultz's playbook. He started grabbing Burt. He started running around. He was like half out of his chair laughing. You know, it's just comedians stealing each other's laughs at this point. He was stealing some of Burt's laugh. He was talking about how he can't breathe now, like right after Burt did it. And they probably spent like five minutes laughing at something Louis C.K. did, from something from his show, like a bit he did, I guess. And Brian Cowan looks like he's just sick of both of them. Like he does an actual laugh, like a genuine laugh, it seemed like in the beginning. And then when Bert and Brendan just do their completely unnatural laughs and just go off for like five minutes, he's just sitting there like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> if you've never heard Bert Kreiser laugh, you're about to kill yourself. <laughs> so Bert Kreischer does this laugh where he like high squeals and talks at the same time and it's abysmal and no no human being can laugh like that it's all a show and of course brendan schaub the one i was talking about who's a fucking tool just goes right along with it fake laughs for just fucking 10 minutes Oh, man. Oh, man. oh my god, that's so funny. I know that I'm gonna get canceled for laughing at that, oh, but I'm about to pass out. <laughs> Why you? Ah, I was passed out. You can see it in my eyes. You could not. You couldn't do it now. You couldn't do it now. Oh, you know you can't do it now. You couldn't do it then. That's why it's funny. You couldn't do it then. Brian, that's never allowed. Oh my god, it's awful. It's so it's so cringe. Oh man. I laugh at it every time. Bro, you should do that today. Play it again, play it again, play it again, play it again. One more time. I don't care if you just kicked off. Why would they have this thing? This is Watch her run off. Oh, I Watch her run off. Watch her run off. She pretends she's on her phone. Why would they have that there? Why would they have that there? Why would they have that there? You follow orders. Now Brendan's gonna pass out. Brian goes, can they can't do that anymore? That's why I'm laughing. You see how he does that? I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. That fucking laugh is abysmal. He's gotta be out here. The whole time he's laughing. He can't stop to 
it's just terrible. I can't. That's what I'm saying. I can't. I'm telling you. I think I'm just going to start doing that with the show. It's just watching shitty podcasts for an hour and ripping them to shit. I'm, I know there's podcasts out there that do that already, but it's so, it's so bad. It makes me not even want to do this. It really does. Like, I hate to be like that, but it's just, it's horrific. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That hurt my throat to do that fucking voice, man, to do the Burt Kreischer laugh. That hurt my throat. I don't know how he does that. <laughs> Fuck. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes today's program. Um, we'll talk more. I, I don't know what's going to go down with my podcast. I don't know what I'm going to do, what direction I'm going to go in. I mean, nothing radical, nothing crazy. I'm not going to start unboxing toys on YouTube. Uh, but I just want to have some fun, man. You know, I, that's, that's all it's about. It's just kind of, like I said, sit down, record, talk some shit, and uh, put on a decent show. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't know. But I do appreciate everybody hanging in and supporting my show and, and my podcast. And um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. And uh, hopefully uh, the response for... You know, this week's this week's show is positive. And um, I don't know. I'll try to do it again next week and talk a little more shit. And uh, hit a little bit of the news and goof on some stuff. That's really what it needs to be about. But I appreciate it, you guys. Make sure you check out the show on all your platforms. Apple, Spotify, blah, 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 blah. Um... YouTube does still have a channel, but I, I wouldn't, I mean, you can go there, but it's going to be, everything on there is pretty much political and I'm, it's sure it's a matter of time. I got one more strike on YouTube before they take my channel down. So don't know what I'm going to do about that, but I'll figure something out. But in the meantime, Apple and Spotify and, and, and other podcast platforms are where you need to go check out the show. It's still apocalypse live. It's not going to change. And, um, yeah, I'd be looking forward to new, uh, new episodes. Um, and if you guys do, I will throw this out there. If what I was doing before more political, um, breakdowns and takes on things and, you know, playing clips of the news and kind of commentating it and things like that, that's something more you'd like to hear aside from me just running my fucking mouth for an hour. By all means comment on the Comment on the podcast, comment on the YouTube channel, wherever you want to, and uh, just let me know. Let me know what you want to hear. Let me know that that's more the style you're in for, and I got no problem doing that. Just got to muster up the energy, though. But I appreciate it, and I'll catch you guys later.